We have 56 degrees in Amherst, Salem, and Roanoke, 59 in Danville, 58 in Appomattox, 57 in Bedford, and 57 in Lynchburg. 806 on the morning jam, Dr. Mena from Liberty University, along with Dr. Kenny Warren. And did I get those names right? I hope. I hope I did. <laughs> um, they're here to talk about the uh, Taste of the Nations uh, happening at LU coming up a week from Friday. It's going to be 7 to 9. And uh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having us. Oh, we're a pleasure to have you. And we can thank Mark Edwards for the lead on this one. Of course, uh, Janet and I have a connection to Liberty University Mm -hmm. from years back. But uh, this thing's been going on, this event, since 2004. Uh, Either one of you all want to tell us why it started and and how it continues. I'll let Dr. Minner jump in on on the startup. The, The start of it... The history dates back, like we said, to 2004, and maybe even on a smaller scale, far beyond, you know, long, far beyond this. Mm-hmm. But one thing that it has done is bringing the international students, giving them an opportunity to celebrate their culture, their yes. tradition. Their, so it's it's even more than food. Some of them will be dressed in their traditional wear, talking oh, okay. about their culture. Some will have artifacts about their, you know, their culture, what is right. important to them. Even talk about their government, talk about their history. It's a time for them to actually celebrate where they come from, their nations. Oh. And this is over... 70 nations and we can only accommodate 20 nations every year because of the size and you know because of the magnitude and the number of people that attend so it it has been growing over the years we even have about five nations on a waiting list in case one nation is unable to to come through with all that they you know that they're required to do so what are some of the uh more unusual uh nations perhaps that we haven't heard about i mean there's there's probably a lot of of cultures out there that we've just never even heard of antigua for instance we have okay. we're having students from antigua for the first time we have students from mm-hmm. iceland for the first time. okay yeah so they're all on the waiting list hoping that they will get an opportunity to be able to showcase their nation we yeah. talk about food on the show. Jana has a feature at 6 or 7.45 called Her Five and Dine. A lot of people love that, and they go to Facebook and, and make those people recipes. People come together and, around food. Yeah, and oh, that yes, happens worldwide. Yeah. And, and every culture seems like that is a way that they show love to one another. It's a way they celebrate together. It's yeah. a way they grieve together. Exactly. Some things are universal. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think that's why a lot of mm-hmm. people do talk mm-hmm. about you mm-hmm. know the food mm-hmm. aspect. Mm-hmm. of it and that is part of your event yes. oh definitely food is a major part of the event because the students themselves are the ones going shopping and then make preparing the food so some of them are even coming with ingredients from home oh wow yeah because yeah. you know you for you to have that taste from home there, mm. right. there has to be those ingredients that are you know cultivated grown right you know but from home so they have that they always do that every year so they're like oh no it's not going to taste like the real one if we don't use this ingredient right so we're like okay go on (laughs) go ahead and online we were shopping online in specific stores that i I never knew existed i i um (laughs) will occasionally do little uh little kits because they'll they'll be flavors from other countries that i would want to try uh and one that we tried that we love was moroccan it was a moroccan Mm. dish Mm. um but try to find that 
those spices around here that's not going to happen exactly and had to go online (laughs) to do that so they've gone to a a great deal of trouble um out of love because they want to share that pretty cool now this is open to the public and so um you just need to show up i guess at seven o'clock at the vine center uh we talked a little bit during the break about the reconstruction of the roof of the vine Mm -hmm. center and how that building is has changed into a different it's been repurposed for other things like this event Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so if they want to to come, they don't really need to register or anything. We're actually putting up the registration link. It's going to come up live on our website okay. today. Okay. We just we're doing something with the Aventry, registering through Aventry. So there's going to be pre-registration, which will enable them go through the fast track, you know, ent- entrance, which is gate five. So okay. gate four is for those that will register on that day, but gate five will be for those who have pre-registered. So our registration link will go up live today. Uh, Dr. Warren, it, it starts at seven. So how many people do you typically get? The last, just give us the last like five years. Well, What's that been like? As we were just talking about how food brings people together, mm-hmm. <laughs> brings them out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we are expecting... We really think this could be a record year for attendance. Mm-hmm. We're expecting four to 5,000 Wow! Yeah. that night. Wow. And now there's going to be music, I hear? Yes. It's always good to have a little music in the background, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. And I guess that uh, is going to reflect the variety of your, your countries as yes, well. It, it, will. it will. It will. And then we also have vendors, international vendors, oh, coming okay. in with different, you know, jewelry, clothing, oh, all international. Lovely. Yes. Well, it's, it's coming. all part of the Global Focus Week. That's great. Uh, September 29th is when it's going to be on a Friday, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Uh, 7 to 9. And uh, you say it's going to go up later later today? Today. The, so where do they need to go to? The International Students Center um, website. Okay. You I'll put a link to the, that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get that, we'll get that from you. Yes. Um, so a lot of food. There's going to be singing and and. Could they be dancing at Liberty University? Yeah, they didn't dance when I went. They didn't dance well. <laughs> it was hard to dance with a suit and tie on. That's what I had to wear when I came in the 80s. But anyway. So uh, now you were telling me about a, a up-and-coming uh, band from Chile yes. that, that want to break into mainstream music. Talk about that a little bit. They're going to be um, there, right? Yeah, Pololo. Young people, you know, that graduated from Liberty and um, they're coming together. They're all from Chile. Mm-hmm. And um, some of them, I think about three of them are family members. Oh, okay. And then they're with their friends, all from Chile. And they're up and coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're very good. Their music is A couple very good. bands have come out of yes. there. You know, DC Talk. And of course, <laughs> even when some of those guys split off, Toby Mack is just like yes. huge by himself. Of course, Michael Tate went to Newsboys and still doing, these guys are in their 50s still doing like jumping off the stage. They're crazy. <laughs> What did they put in the water up there on the mountain is what I want to know. Pololo is one to watch out for. Okay. <laughs> well, good. Uh, we're, we're excited for you, and we hope you have a really, you know, really good turnout. Um, my in-laws, uh, and this also ex- exposes people to the whole idea. If you want to be a missionary to a certain part of the world, you can be exposed to the culture. Uh, my, yeah. my parents uh, or my, my in-laws have done mission work for years. So I'm, I'm thinking they live in Gladys. They, they did the opposite. They didn't move to Florida to retire. They came up from Florida to Virginia to retire. They're in their early 80s. I'm sure this is something that they would love to, to come to because they've experienced a lot of different cultures over the years because they did a lot of mission work in the summertime 
uh, over over the years in the 80s and 90s and my my uh, wife was exposed to all that so she's got a heart for missions as well great we That's also awesome. have pro- we have we have a little promo for the first 150 to pre-register oh yeah what can you tell us what they're gonna get <laughs> i'll keep it as a surprise uh, okay all right <laughs> well we'll have that link a little bit later thank you so much for uh coming by the morning jam and and telling us what you're doing uh this this event is going to be again a week from this friday it's from seven to nine it's taste of the nations and i think you said 70 you have 70 nations represented at lu yes, yes. yes. That is that is amazing, just because it wasn't nearly that high when I when I was going in the eighties, and that that speaks well to the university, and of course, the the connections that you guys are making, you know, worldwide as a university. So that's a really good deal. So uh, glad glad you stopped by, and and uh, please let us know, you know, give us a give us a post update on how things went, and just uh, let us know. Hopefully, we're going to be able to make it. I would mm-hmm. love to make it yeah. on a, on a Friday night. I don't have to get up early on a Saturday, uh, you know, because we're in here pretty darn early. But uh, thanks again for for being here. We've got Dr. Mena and Dr. Kenny Warren from Liberty University heading up this event coming up a week from Friday. It is 8.15 here on The Morning Jam. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. Common Sense Talk Radio. We are The Morning Jam. Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. I would say probably in my top five albums. Really? Jim yes. Croce? Mm-hmm. I, I love him. Mm-hmm. It was 50 years ago today that we lost him. Really? Wow. Isn't that hard to believe? It is hard to believe. It was on this day in 1973. How about that? That we lost. And it was really before he was even, he even hit. I mean, he was right at the cusp. Yeah, he was. And, uh, yeah, it's a pretty, pretty crazy. I can't believe. It's a plane crash, right? It was a plane crash. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he had another, another album. The one that really just went crazy, uh, came out in 1974. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the greatest hits album and yeah. all that. I mean, yeah. he just, yeah, it's just hard to there believe. Was, it's been 50 years since we lost Jim Croce. And to think there was still a lot left in him. Oh, my word. You know, gosh. Such a great writer. Yeah, I yeah. just love him. Now I'm going to want to listen to Jim Croce all day So f- today. I think, um, hmm, wow. Makes your life better. Operator just that's yeah, that's, that's one not, of my that's favorite not the one. way i feel yeah i've got a name he's got that christmas song that it that got kind of got turned into a christmas song actually but I don't um, remember. I don't yeah remember it's one. about a candle and stuff and yeah i don't remember that one yeah um i gotta say i love you in a song in a song right roller derby queen mm. right around oh right around yeah yeah love it you're on the morning jam do you have a favorite jim croce song <laughs> <laughs> remembering Not jim really. croce this morning uh, but uh Bob here uh i just wanted to mention you got so much you're talking about 
this morning that I wanted to weigh in on. Uh, first off, I think uh, smashing a cake in the face is uncouth and and just not very gentlemanly. Agree. <clears throat> I just think it's it's stupid. Now, my son, my grandson, just got married this last weekend. And he and his bride, they smashed the cake, but they were laughing, and they licked the icing off each other. So I guess it was okay for them. Well, I mean, sometimes me. they'll do it playfully, but it's usually they both yeah. know it's coming, and it's not. it doesn't trash the cake or the bride's right. face or hair or dress. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, did. it did. So, secondly, my wife was very instrumental, along with some of her group at Liberty. They were student advocates. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was her group that initiated the first taste of nations. Really? Wow. Yeah. And uh, I tell you, I, of course, being her husband, I got to go and sample the food. Sure. <laughs> and it was great. Yeah. I mean, they had all kinds of different flavors and nations there. And and like she, uh, they were saying this morning, they a lot of them were dressed in their native costumes. Mm-hmm. But what mm-hmm. they would wear at home and stuff. But Interesting. It's, it's, a, it's a great uh, icebreaker for and a lot. I mean, their students showed up in the hundreds to come to the thing. Yeah. The day, so <clears throat> there is that. Uh, but there was something else I was going to say to you guys. Oh, Michael Tate. Yes. Yeah. Uh, back when my wife was a uh, a music therapist at Castle Nursing Home. One of the directors had gotten a hold of Michael Tate to bring him up to sing in a church mm-hmm. before he was <clears throat> famous, I guess. Right. He still had, you know, still had a good voice, and and he came right home for dinner. So, I have that connection with him. Oh, that's neat. So. Yeah, I have I have friends that uh, Hutch and Linda that were close friends with Toby and Kevin and and Michael. Just uh, they went to Liberty at the same time. So every time the, the the band would come in or they would come in individually, you know, Hutch and right. Linda would get, have a chance to be in the green room uh, with them, yeah. which is pretty cool. His sister could also sing very well. She oh yes, yeah, yeah, Michael Tate's sister. And I mean, yeah. they're they're like a carbon copy of each other. They look yeah. they look like sisters. It's it's so funny. But yeah, I've seen some duets on the Bill Gaither uh, show that he does. You know, where he gets them all singing together. I've seen some Michael and his sister singing. So. Yeah, that's neat. Well, that's neat that you have a connection to that original Taste of the Nations through your wife. Tell her that uh, she can listen to that interview a little bit later on our SoundCloud page. We'll put it up there, okay? Yeah. Maybe maybe we'll see you on the 29th. Yeah. <laughs> Could we be. might come. I'll have to talk with her. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. Thanks for calling in this morning. Yeah, appreciate thanks, Trucker Bob. I always appreciate hearing from you. So we were talking a little bit ago about the uh, scam going around where they they had a release saying that you know there's not any vendor they're taking fake vendor space apparently right. that's happening in bedford county as well oh wow okay um, where there is a lot of that Might on, need to get julie wheeler on the case again on facebook mm-hmm. right now there's a whole lot of that going on yeah. and they go into these community groups mm. and and then you've even got fake people starting community groups you got to be really careful yeah uh in that and do not be giving anybody your money or sending anybody no, any money I, directly I unless it's through ever, a legitimate web website and yeah. you know it's you know i don't think i ever secure. buy anything off of facebook i mean other than like marketplace and i'm meeting them that's one thing but the to, to yeah, but answer there, an ad but there's even stuff it, there's even stuff on on marketplace oh, i, I know put some things on last scanned. week yeah and i know the minute they start saying hey i'm not on here that much can you uh can you just text me 
on my cell number? Nope. Right. Not going to happen. Yeah. I don't, I don't do that. Yeah. Uh, so we know that um, that President Biden doesn't take direction very well. Uh, no, go this way, Mr. President. No, we, but but in in any policies or anything, he he's going to do whatever oh, yeah, the yeah, opposite yeah, is yeah. unapologetically. The Department of Energy quietly promoted a top advisor to Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm to a senior role overseeing home appliance regulations. Oh Lord! This is after he failed to clear. Senate confirmation. The DOE announced last week that Jeff Maroonchen mm-hmm. was appointed to be the principal deputy assistant secretary of the agency's Office of Energy Efficiency and Renewable Energy. The appointment came days after the White House withdrew his name from consideration to lead EERE as the office's assistant secretary. While his nomination failed, after Senate Energy and Natural Resources Committee Chair Joe Manchin opposed him mm-hmm. over the Biden administration's crackdown on natural gas-powered stovetops, his appointment last week makes him the effective chief of the DOE's EER office anyway. Right. Using the backdoor approach, yeah. President Biden has yet to nominate another person to be Assistant Sec- Secretary for Energy, Efficiency, and Renewable Energy, meaning this guy, whose new position doesn't require Senate confirmation, mm-hmm. is the most senior official anyway. Right. The office is tasked with issuing and implementing energy efficiency regulations, just, such as those affecting gas stoves and other home appliances. So what is the point? Okay. What you, is the point? If you're going to freaking do whatever you want to do anyway, why do we even need... I mean, this isn't even... A democracy anymore. No, it's not. Just, they, we, we'll just start calling you King Biden. Is that what we need to call you? Well, apparently. Well, even kings don't have that much power. They're coming power. after your ceiling fans, too. Did you hear that? Oh, no. Didn't hear that No, that, that's a new one. They're saying that, that ceiling fans aren't efficient and that there needs to re- be a reboot. So Senate, what are they going to come in for? Your guns and your fans? Senate Inter- they, they, My gas stovetop. Well, uh, coming Senate for that Energy and Natural Resources Committee ranking member... John Brazio of Wyoming mm-hmm. said Jeff Mertuin is an unelected, unaccountable, unconfirmed bureaucrat right. who is carrying out President Biden's orders to attack affordable household appliances. Yep. These rules are making life more expensive for all Americans by denying them the products they need. Right. Biden and Marushin are coming after appliances in every room of our homes, literally. They are. They From are. gas stoves in our kitchen to water heaters in our basement. Mm-hmm. The administration should put forward a new nominee who will work to lower costs and give consumers choices. They don't want that. They're going to make the choices for you. Baruso opposed his nomination last year, arguing he was more qualified for a transportation department role. Mm-hmm. Well, they're just going to put whoever's going to carry out their their little be their minion. Right. Right. It's just it's so frustrating when you go through the process and nope, going to do it anyway. And you right. know who else did that all the time was Obama. Yep. Obama, Obama did, did that it. crap all the time. Yep. I mean, I think yep. they all do it to a certain degree, but but right. constantly. Right. Yeah. That was an issue. Yeah. I just don't. It's enormously frustrating. 
for sure. Well, we have we have uh, the choice to do something about it in a couple of years. Well, we're going to have to fight if it. If we survive that long. Well, we're going to have to fight it for the next couple. And we might be fighting it with Kamala Harris at the helm. Oh, my Lord. I mean, that's a real possibility. You imagine. That's a real possibility. I mean, Joe's frail. Joe is frail. Wow. And uh, it's pretty bad. No doubt about that. We but could, just, just you know, if we don't, if we can't get you in legitimately, we'll just sneak you in the back door. But I mean, there he's had a lot of practice with that oh, with Hunter. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Well, he well they got a back door entrance for Hunter. Evidently, not have to be scanned or anything else. Did you hear that he wants to? Uh, he doesn't want to go in front of the judge. He wants to do a Zoom call for his indictment. <laughs> oh, so, really? Too bad. Can't be. Can't Trump's be bothered. Had to fly all over the country to to. Show up right. in person for his indictments. Yeah, you can just carry you know. your rear end right on in there, buddy. Yeah, Zoom ain't gonna work. And if they if they bend there, you know, I mean, they're they've bent over backwards for that guy, anyways. But yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see how that works out. We've got your uh, headlines coming up. We'll get you updated on all the the local and regional stories that we have. Uh, we also have a, a story about a kidnapped teen that was uh, forced into like sex trafficking basically was rescued about 70 miles from her home really she was that is she not was far. taken just far enough away wow. and and trafficked wow. it's, it's an unbelievable story jeez we'll talk about that coming up all right 831 Kimberly McBroom coming up from WDBJ7 after your news brief from CBS News Currently, we have 58 degrees in Salem and Roanoke, 59 in Bedford and Lynchburg, 58 in uh, in, in Amherst, 61 in Danville, and 60 in Appomattox. I had trouble getting it out there. That's okay. Yeah, I happens. have that problem every day, <laughs> sometimes every hour. The Department of Energy has outlawed electric stoves and gas stoves. Now we have to cook over a pit, and we can't burn uh, logs because that... Uh, ruins the environment all meals will be cooked over a pile of marijuana because obviously our government is so for marijuana that they want to shove it down our throats so that's the latest from the department of energy let's go that may be the only thing that will help me survive the rest of this administration (laughs) it's smoking pot yeah or at least at least the secondhand (laughs) smoke the department of education has recognized 353 schools uh, with the national blue ribbon schools of 2023 10 of those schools were in the state of virginia and just want to recognize those uh that are close to us blair's Southside elementary school uh, made it at pennsylvania county charlottesville catholic school the diocese of richmond uh, affiliated with that made it in there chatham union hall elementary school made it in and pound uh jw adams combined school in wise county um congratulations to those schools that made it in there's uh, up to a, a 420 schools may be nominated each year the department invites uh, nominations for the national blue ribbon schools award for the top educational uh, institutes at least the uh, lower education not including college we saw virginia tech made it in uh, and won an award so uh that's that bodes well for our education. Uh, we we know that uh, our our teachers fight hard. There's some teachers we don't agree with, but there's a lot of really really good ones out there.
Well, Danville, uh, their planning commission says that there are about 80 Airbnbs operating illegally in the Danville area. Oh, boy. The uh, city requires all short-term rentals to have special use permits. Hmm. The city is looking to put more regulations in place to prevent that number from rising. Those requests have been recommended by the Planning Commission and eventually will end up in front of City Council where they approve or deny them. Hmm. Short-term rentals that were operating before the City of Danville required special use permits were grandfathered in. However, they still have to register. Okay. In the Planning Commission's meeting, Renee Burton said they are set on preventing more illegally operated Airbnbs. Burton said the registration number will be required to be attached to an online listing. This will aid in preventing illegally operating short-term rentals. The city said having short-term rentals is a violation and prevents the city from collecting taxes from them. And we can't have that, can we? (laughs) Uh, The Planning Commission is also pushing to require an annual $500 registration fee and annual inspections. See... I swear. Well, it's it's you know it's a money making venture, and, so and there's annoying. a tax base to be had, and you know I mean here. Here's but I mean, my... you, we pay taxes upon taxes oh, upon taxes. Well, you pay taxes on the on the house. It's the American paying... way. Oh my lord, it's so annoying. You know, I was talking to a young lady yesterday who was working on my teeth. I got my teeth cleaned yesterday, mm-hmm. and I know you can tell by listening to me on the air. So, um, But we but he were, doesn't want to make it about him. We, I don't want to make it about me. Uh, <laughs> but I was, we were talking about, you know, paying things off. She's gone down the Dave Ramsey Road, and, um, you know, she's a young lady, and good for her. So I was telling her about our experience. But, you know, even if you don't have a mortgage, that, and especially if you live in states like Florida and you have a nice home, Right. Oh my gosh, your insurance and taxes add up to the average mortgage. Right. I mean, you still have your expenses. It's crazy. It, it, the ta- you know, tax to death, that that sentence came up for a reason. Yeah. And that's why we isn't that why we put the tea in the water in Boston? Yeah. I think it uh, is. We, we need to have, you know, in the tea party, of course, came and they and they crucified the tea party. They went after it under Obama. And decimated it. Oh, uh, I mean, we we use Airbnbs a lot. Mm-hmm. Like we're staying at a Verbo this weekend, mm-hmm. Granny House, twenty twenty three. Yes. Um, <laughs> and and I'm one of waiting the for the movie with Jane Fonda and uh, who's some of these <laughs> other Sally Fields and it's a, it's a great little house. It's in a beautiful location, right. but it is a little bit like stepping into your granny's house if, it, okay. if you look at it but it's uh, the reviews are great very clean yeah. and and has everything you could possibly need mm-hmm. including that granny feel so we're excited about that but we people stay in those because they want to all be together if you're right. in a hotel everybody's that kind of in their own pod you can't yeah. really have that together time and and it's it's more affordable mm-hmm. but if they keep doing this stuff it's yeah, not going to be make it affordable right and danville we know has caesars coming in so they're i guess they're trying to curb this before it gets out of hand well they're they're trying to make sure they get their piece well they the want to get their piece of the pie right yeah that's exactly what they're they're doing i mean i'm okay with a certain amount of regulation but don't don't hurt them to make it it just makes the price go up and up yeah, and up and well, up people and, you know it gets and it's already bad trust me, it, it everything gets passed on if you think these taxes don't affect 
you yeah. people out there, it, it's going to get passed on because people have to have a, a certain margin of profit so they can so they can invest in their own future. Say, you know what? We're going to get a new fill in the blank. You're not going to get a gas stove, apparently. But, right. you know, Ever. you're going to be able to get a new whatever it is. People, you know, the margins aren't very, you've known people that run restaurants. Oh, I mean, yeah. They, they make a good living, but they work 100 hours a week. And yeah. their margins aren't huge. And we were just talking about they've raised the food tax in Amherst. And Amherst, they right. did that yesterday. Yeah. And it, it does impact. Yeah. And, you know, people just get to a point where it's like, darn, I'm not, you know, yeah. this is crazy. And inflation, whether you want to realize it or not, is a tax. Because oh, the government sure it is. has their hand in all this crap. And it affects the inflation rate. And it affects us. I mean, look what these folks are spending to try to get. Yeah. But back to the the beep Airbnbs and the and the Verbos used to, um, you know, the fees and things weren't that bad. Mm-hmm. If you're not careful, the fees that they charge you cost as much as the rental. The rental itself, right? And and it's a and I think that there's going to be something that's going to come in and kind of replace some of those because I think even those platforms have gotten a little bit greedy, right? With with the way they're you know they're hitting on things but i have to tell you after staying in airbnbs and stuff it's difficult for me to stay in a hotel mm-hmm. i don't i don't enjoy it yeah. I, I i feel closed up and i don't mm-hmm. i just don't well, like you use it the word much. pods it's kind yeah. of impersonal and yeah, yeah you're stuck in your little cell and, there, and there's no place to relax i mean you have to sit on a bed mm-hmm. and, you know All right to do whatever unless you go into the common area where the little ones are running around then you, you know, then you have to making be, hot chocolate spilling it everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> there is a little bit of that, um, and and of course, you know, that we've been talking about for the last few weeks uh, about how COVID. More and more people are getting COVID mm-hmm, now, and right. you got to be careful about being, or you know, in, Around, in big yeah, crowds groups. and things like that. Sure. Not not great with football season upon us, right? For exactly. sure, yeah. Because there's you know more people than ever cramming into stadiums and. Yeah. Friday night football. At yeah. least you're outside. Yeah, so maybe that, that helps. That helps, some. I think. Probably. Heck, any more Friday night football? You got to make sure you don't get shot. We've seen some of those stories where people are, oh yeah, bringing out guns and doing gang stuff at the football games. Well, now they're uh, just, that. That's why you're seeing so many of the the clear bag policies, right, and, right, right, and exactly. all that, which is which, which is which good, a good thing. Yeah, that's good to do. But, ah, do you remember a time when we didn't have to worry oh about gosh, that? Oh, my gosh. I remember the worst thing that could happen is Bobby and Jenny were kissing under the Making the out bleachers. under the bleachers. That's that was, exactly like, right. scandalous. It you was know? scandalous. But Your wife sent me uh, some some decorating ideas for oh, a party. Okay. Um, I like it, Kara. I think it's really strong. Oh, my gosh. Says that my, my decoration, whenever I have to host people from here on out, and it's just a giant banner that says, please leave by nine. <laughs> I like it. I like wow. it a lot. Can we buy that? What does that say, though, when you walk in I'm and you gonna see I'm going to need that? to borrow it. It's not very inviting. I was planning on staying till 10. Well, it's not. They, they just have to understand that 9 o'clock for us is like oh, 1 a.m. Yeah, for them. Is, even on a weekend now. I can't. I was staying up. You know, when I came back I'm to the okay job, you know, I was gone for six months and went on a couple cruises, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, anyway, when I came back, I thought I could sort of ease back in and i did and and rose made it easy for me to come back to this job and i'm grateful for it 
but I thought I could start staying up on the weekends a little like later yeah. at 11. I'd stay up Friday night, mm-hmm. Saturday night till 11. Oh my gosh, I paid for it the rest of the week. I had I had some friends over a few weeks ago on a Friday night. And I'm telling you, by 9 o'clock, I was fading fast. Of right. course, you can always tell because my accent gets really thick. <laughs> right. And, uh, and Mark goes, okay, we're going to have to wrap this from up. Tennessee, or isn't you're going to need an interpreter. <laughs> 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 and heaven forbid there's wine with dinner. Well, Because then it's like a scene out of the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> and it's a one-two punch if Mark has just come off a swing shift. Oh, yeah. That poor guy. I, we've been to the house when Mark just literally crashed on the couch because he was exhausted yeah yeah that, that messes with swing shift messes with your body yeah he it really handles does. it really well but it could be it could be a challenge yeah. for sure when we come back we're going to take a look at the lighter side of some of your news stories out there as we wrap up this wednesday on the morning jam i was thinking you know mark was sitting there calculating i think she's gonna fall asleep before i do so just lock the door on the way out <laughs> maybe it is 8:45. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the morning jam with Janet and Mark. 6 to 9 a.m. on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. The morning jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. It is 8:49. Uh, go back to your your morning opener there, Janet, if you don't mind. Yeah. So we were talking about um, this morning we do on this day and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Right. Uh, on this day in history, Chester Arthur was sworn in as the 21st president in 1881. That's not a president. I I even I mean I I vaguely remember when I had to prattle off all the mm-hmm. last names of the presidents. Right. You know, name them in, in order. But I just don't remember anything about Chester Arthur. Well, we have a listener at eight six six nine one six three seven seven six who has a little bit of history on that president. Good morning. Good morning, Jimmy again. Yeah, um, Jimmy. It just brought to mind, Janet. I, I had a book of presidents. I think at that time, uh, Jimmy Carter may have been the last one in the book. But okay. at that time, but um, two two names that struck, stuck out to me was Millard Fillmore and right. I believe James A. Polk were uh, two of our lesser known presidents. And you know, at one time, Virginia was known as the mother of presidents. Y'all yeah. know why, right? Because mm-hmm. so many came from Virginia, I guess, right? So many things from Virginia. And look, my favorite Jim Croce song was, of course, Big Bad Leroy Brown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The one where you, go, you don't pull on Superman's cape and you don't pee into the wind. What was the name of that one? <laughs> yeah, I think it was uh, Leroy Brown. Uh, or, or Bad Leroy. Yeah, Bad Bad Leroy Brown. Don't mess around with Jim. Or don't mess around that's, with Jim. That's yeah. don't mess don't around mess with, with Jim. Jim. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But, and one more thing. I want y'all to do this. Yeah. Look up that picture I told y'all about of Michelle and Obama sitting on the couch. <laughs> he has his legs crossed. Look at his face and look at his body, his his, his body language. And then you can call me anonymous, anonymously and just tell me what you think. <laughs> oh, okay. What year was this, uh, uh, the picture of them? Do you remember? How far well, all, all you got to do is Google, all you got to do is Google young Obama and young Michelle. Okay. And, and then you uh, pull up pictures. Of photos, and this one he has on brown pants, brown shoes. Okay, he's sitting on the couch next to her, oh, but wow. it don't appear to me that he's posing for her. He's posing for himself. <laughs> and just let me know what you think. All, All right. right, thanks, Jimmy. Okay, he's always a, enjoy he, hearing from him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And I think that was spit in the wind. I'm just saying. Right. Well, <laughs> Although so you many don't want to do the other either. Right, right. <laughs> so many people just identify that song as Bad, Bad, Leroy Brown. But yeah, don't mess around don't with Jim. Don't mess around with Jim yeah. is, what, is what it was called. Yeah, we, we were remembering Jim Croce earlier in the show because we lost him 50 years ago on this day. So... There you go. Um, we've been doing a lot of stories about bears behaving badly yeah. recently. A Krispy Kreme driver in Alaska got a great photo of uh, a mother and her cub okay. raiding a Krispy Kreme van. Oh, jeez. <laughs> wow. Yeah. They were at the uh, Krispy Kreme Express on Joint Base uh, Elmendorf-Richardson. Okay. So the driver was delivering donuts to the store when the bears entered through the open back door of the delivery vehicle. Oh, wow. He said you could hear them breaking through the packages. Right. Uh, we were trying to, to beat on the van, but they just kept eating the donuts. <laughs> they they ate 20 packages of donut holes and six packages of the three-pack chocolate donuts. Wow. Yeah. They finally finally got, got them out of the van with some uh, loud sirens. Oh, wow. Yeah, they said it was a learning experience for the employees. Wow. We will definitely be learning to slide our up our ramp, close the doors to make sure the bears don't get back again. Yeah, because they're telling their friends now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. We had like 20 boxes of donut holes <laughs> and, and like some of the chocolate donuts, and those were great too. Have you seen the... I've got the best, Mom. The trailer to that cocaine bear thing. It's no, a bear that got a I, hold of cocaine. I found it's based co- on a true story, yeah. right? and the bear just loses his you know marbles of course and um yeah i i yeah i don't want a bear that's not on cocaine i sure as heck don't want one that's on cocaine exactly exactly you got to be careful when you're when you're out in in nature and you have to be careful who you travel with when you're out in nature and here's why they'll do some stupid stuff well make you a target or leave you oh no story out of the grand canyon Search and rescue officials are encouraging hikers to please don't leave one of your cohorts behind during a rescue operation after a group of hikers abandoned an injured hiker. Now, how big of a butt do you have to be to just completely leave somebody alone who's injured? Right. You're vulnerable enough. Oh, sure. Out in the nature and all that. 63-year-old man was hiking. When he fell and injured his shoulder, mm-hmm. according to sheriff officials, the man was in the company of four other hikers who were on a backpacking adventure for three or four days when he fell. Authorities said on Friday they received a call for help from someone using an Apple device mm-hmm. saying the man needed to be rescued and taken to the hospital considering his injury was traumatic. Right. A rescue team flew into the area, All right. surrounded by tall canyon walls, in the dark, about a quarter of a mile from where the injured hiker was located. The man told officials he was left alone. Mm-hmm. When asked what happened to the other four hikers, the group had plans to continue the hike for another four days. Once the contact for help using the Apple device was confirmed by the hiking group. The other four hikers left with the Apple device and continued on their backpacking adventures. So they didn't even leave the Apple phone with them. That is just. <laughs> what Man. on earth? 
Why? What is wrong with people? I don't know. There's just no sense of search and rescue experts advise hikers to always stay together when someone becomes injured. I mean, isn't this something that you should know? I mean, just just basic manners. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) well, yeah. You would think. Yeah. Oh, I know you're. You know. I know you're hurt and everything, but we've called for help. And, hey, we're going to need to take that phone with us. So, yeah, I'm sure you'll be fine. I'm thinking maybe this was a... Maybe you need to find new friends, Right. This is a plot that didn't go so well. Yeah. I I mean? I I, I can't imagine not being able to. No. But why why would you be friends with them? No. I guarantee it was all men. Probably. Not that women can't be jerks, too, but... I, I, see, can I, would see, be, I can see men going, or I can see the guy going, no, you guys go on ahead. I'll be fine. Right. I'm just slowing you down. I'm just slowing you down. I'll be fine. If a bear comes, you know, it'll be okay. <sighs> uh, people in Seattle mm. are still buzzing about Beyonce's visit to the Emerald City. Yeah, she what'd she do? put on a sold-out show yeah. at Lumen Field last weekend. You know, we were talking last week about uh, the most creative artist of the 21st century beyonce was on that list yeah yeah one fan john hetherington from oregon wasn't so lucky Hmm. he uh he had a ticket to the show right but he missed the concert because the airline told him his wheelchair was too big to fly no way now the internet and maybe even the queen herself is trying to get him to another show hmm the 34-year-old man has cere- uh, cerebral palsy, mm-hmm. and he said uh, being Beyonce has always been a big dream. He said she's a once-in-a-generation artist, really. As a black person, it's amazing to see a black woman have that kind of power and influence, mm. he said. Yeah. Uh, so when the airline crew said they couldn't fly him to Eugene, Oregon, uh, from Eugene, Oregon to Seattle on time, because his wheelchair was four inches too tall, he says he was devastated. Mm. Hetherington took to TikTok to share his experience. Right. So they've checked every possible flight from every airline. Nothing's available. So after 25 years of waiting, I'm not going to get to see Beyonce tonight. Wow. He said. Um, that video racked up 84,000 views and comments wow. in the first few days. Holy cow. With supporters tagging Beyonce and her team. Right. Wasn't long until fans and even KOMO News noticed the singer's longtime publicist began following him on social media, mm-hmm. leaving many to wonder if Queen Bay's team will step in. Yeah. He said he had hoped a couple of pe- hundred people might see it, but that would be it. <laughs> he says it goes deeper than a concert. Many more saw it. <laughs> he says it's not the first time he's experienced something like this. Two weeks before, he was stranded after a concert in Seattle until one o'clock in the morning. It's been over an hour because there are no accessible taxis available. Mm-hmm. You know, you would think with the Americans with Disabilities Act. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the that, ADA. Mm-hmm. That there would be more mm-hmm. available, especially with airlines. Yeah. That surprises me a little bit. I wonder if he can't be moved out of the chair. If that's part of it, that could be part of the problem. Well, it it seems like Beyonce's team might be on the on the case, so maybe he'll get to attend one of her final shows. Yeah, I mean, if that's if that's your that'd be kind of sweet. Yeah, if that's your desire, and and she is a once in a lifetime kind of yeah superstar. If that's I mean, if that's who he wants to see, that's who he wants to see. Yeah.
Well, good luck, buddy. We hope you get there. I like to see James Taylor. It's just too expensive. I've seen him like 20 times. Oh, man. I'm so Not when it was expensive. You're listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network, 100.9 WIQO Forest.